Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 107.7 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR. Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at the grand opening of their Westridge location, January 20th. Well, we had some unfortunate news yesterday. Yeah, last night. What the heck, man? Um, For those initiated into the rock world who know the name Jeff Beck, uh, we unfortunately lost him last night. Yeah. Uh, 78 years old, suddenly con- uh, contracted bacterial meningitis, um, and then, uh, yeah, passed away yesterday. The, uh, the press release did say... He passed peacefully. There was family around him, um, and they just asked for some privacy while uh, friends and family go through the grieving process. What a loss, man. This is huge. Yeah. Uh, two-time Rock and Roll Hall of Famer with the Yardbirds, also with the Jeff Beck group. Um, I mean, you listen to the dude, and I think it was Rod Stewart said he he was just on a different planet. And yeah. He really was super influential. Um, you know, he was... I don't know. It, it's it's crazy that we're getting to the point now where all these influential guitar players are mm-hmm. getting up there in age, and you know this music that we grew up listening to. These these artists, man, only they're, they're only around for so long. You know right. that's why anytime like a, a Santana, or Earth, Wind, and Fire, or Chicago comes through, I always make it a a point to see them. Yeah. So, well, you we kind of take it for granted now too because we have you know most of the Rolling Stones and yeah. Ozzy and, you know, those guys that are way up there in years. I mean, you know, Jeff Beck was 78, too. Yeah, exactly. But, like, most of them are still kind of around. We kind of take advantage and take for granted the fact that, you know, these guys are around, have always been around, and we feel like they should still be around. We kind of got a scare with Ozzy a couple years ago. Yeah. But, you know, he's still here. And then when it when they're finally gone, man, it just, for whatever reason, it just hits harder, man. But he he actually put some stuff out. Re- wasn't he on a CD with yeah. uh, Johnny Depp or something? He did an album with Johnny Depp last year, actually, called 18. Uh, he was a writer-producer on the record. Um, it's the last album, last, last project that he had ever done. Um, and he actually... <laughs> He was commenting on the work that he did with Johnny Depp on this. He goes, we were going to call it the call the album The Kitchen Sink because uh, they threw everything at it. The only game plan we had was play songs we like and see where they took us. We suggested songs the other might not think of, and it pushed both of us out of our comfort zones. Uh, I guess Johnny had talked him into playing Venus and Furs, uh, which is the Velvet, Velvet Underground, I think. Um, and then he persuaded... Or no, oh, I'm sorry. Um... He persuaded him to play Ooh Baby Baby, which is Velvet Underground. So I had some interesting things happen, you know, when you're trying to try and something different. That's what he was talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the album got some mixed reviews, but we listened to a little bit of it. Uh, the song uh, called This is a Song for Miss Hedy Lamar. Mm-hmm. It was actually really cool. You know? Yeah, um, it was pretty chill. I, I liked it. Um, yeah, it's, just, it's crazy. Well, you know, and Jeff Beck, too, he, when Clapton left the Yardbirds, they were looking for a replacement guitarist, mm-hmm. and Jimmy Page from Zeppelin was like, hey, this dude's solid guitar player. And, mm-hmm. I mean, he was the guitarist on their, probably their biggest hit, For Your Love. Yep, yep. And, um, which is just, like, one of those, like, <laughs> like Genesis hippie songs, you know? <laughs> right. That's, like, the early hippie, like, uh, psychedelic 
kind of rock. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, and that's, you know, you listen to Jeff Beck and we're playing Freeway Jam right now. Like, yeah. It, it is kind of spacey. It's it's like, it's kind of in the realm of like Pink Floyd a little bit at times, but it's got its own jazzy blues kind of feel to it too. Like, Nah, he he was a huge inspiration for guitar players. For so many. Mm-hmm. So many. And he could play so many different styles too. Like I said, he was jazzy, he was blues, he was rock and roll. And like, you know, you could talk to people in all three of those genres now. And yeah. they talk about how he was an influence for them. So yeah. um, you mentioned, you know, his hall induction. Uh, Jimmy Page inducted him in 2009. I think that was his solo induction. Yeah. The Yardbirds went in in 92. He went mm-hmm. in in 09, I think. But that year, he got to play on stage with Jimmy Page, who inducted him. Uh, Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers and the guys from Metallica, they played uh, Train Kept Rolling from the Yardbirds. That's uh, sweet. Which is really, really cool. If you uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, I believe you can find the whole thing up on YouTube. But yeah, man, Rock World, going to miss him for sure. Uh, you can read about Beck. It's up on the Rocker app right now and WRKR.com. Boy, rest in power, Jeff Beck. Yo, this is Rock Station 107.7 RKR, Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frankhouse, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at the grand opening of their Western location, January 20th. I freaking love our listeners, Mark. <laughs> yeah, same, I love man. them. I love them. Um, Good people. You know, not that... Uh, we, we love everybody. We love everybody that listens to us, even the crazies out there that, you know, only want to criticize us and, and talk S on us on the app. <laughs> we get those... But no, our our listeners are the best, man. They keep us on our toes. Um, first of all, shout out to Dan, who just randomly stopped by the studio this morning. <laughs> we were doing the Jeff Beck story, and I look out the window after we're done, and he's I, I see the vehicle. I see his vehicle pull up, and we have somebody who works with us who has a very similar vehicle to him. Yeah. So I was like, what is he doing here this early? Like, he doesn't show up until like 8.30 or 9 sometimes. Yeah. And then I take a closer look, and he's just waving. <laughs> saying what's up i was like is he is, is somebody coming in this early because like nobody nobody comes in this early yeah. you know to do stuff so i go open the door and he goes hey man i'm dan i'm a fan i just wanted to come and say hi and see if i could see <laughs> you guys this morning on my way to work and i and i could it was great uh so yeah we thanks dan <laughs> that was so <laughs> funny because you were like hey this is dan and i was like i shook his hand i'm like hey what's up and i'm thinking do i know this guy who's dan <laughs> i don't think i've ever met this guy before and i was like I was like, does he work here now? Yeah. Or I was so confused, but I was like, that's so cool. Like, we yeah. never have people just stop by and say what's up. So yeah. that's always a treat. It was super welcome. It was just so funny looking out the window, and he's got this big grin on his face waving <laughs> at us through the window. I was like, oh, man, this is going to make my day. But yeah, he popped in to, just to say hi and and uh, and talk with us a little bit. Took a photo outside the window to prove to his wife that he actually met us. Apparently, he thought we were clean shaven. That's funny. <laughs> It couldn't be further from the truth, man. Right. <laughs> oh, so that was a really cool surprise this morning. Um, but also, as far as our other listeners, you know, we have our in-person uh, fans and listeners. We also have those of us, those of you that uh, keep us on our toes on the app. I mentioned our critics, but we have good <laughs> critics as well. Apparently, without even thinking about it, I have been Ron Burgundying the uh, the first break <laughs> every single morning this year. I never changed the script that we use uh, from last year that's got, you know, our notes on it, like what day it is and time it is and all that kind of stuff. I have been saying for 12 days now, I have been saying (laughs) that it is 2022. (laughs) It is 2023, very clearly. We just celebrated the New Year's. Angeline from Madawan 
finally called me out on it on the rock crap. Good looking out. Because when that alarm hits at 3 o'clock in the morning, it can be a little rough as this topic would reveal. So one, Angeline, thank you for pointing that out. Um, yeah. Two, Angeline, why did you wait 12 days to tell me this? Like, I know you were getting a good laugh out of it, and you were like, I wonder how long he's going to go until he figure this out. I'm not a smart person, so. <laughs> My brain, I'm good with thinking stuff. I do, I do this for a living. I say words and stuff for a living. <laughs> 2022. Oh my God. So thank you, Angeline, for pointing that out. It's now changed in our notes and I should say the right day. I don't know. I can't guarantee that because like I'm still, I still have 2022 on the mind. So like when yeah. I'm still signing stuff, I don't do checks anymore. True. Yeah. But like, I know some people do. And I, when we fill out forms and stuff, like I still will put the date as 22 and I'm like, oh crap. Right. And then you have to do the really awkward, like draw the bottom end of the new number and stuff. Like yeah. it's, oh man. I would usually make the joke right here, like, well, it's still 2022 to me, but, like, I'd, anything since 2020, I've kind of wanted to just get over and done with as fast as possible. Yeah. <laughs> like, last year was great. I moved up here, but, I mean, 2023, new year, new me, and, and apparently I'm just... It's time to turn up your dials and tune out the traffic because we're playing... The Day 5 on The Rocker Morning Show. Testing the mental magnitude of your favorite morning monkeys on the radio. And now, your hosts for the Daily Five, Meatball and Mark Frank Cows. It is the Daily Five where Mark and I ask each other questions, the other one answers. Today, I'm asking the questions, Mark is answering, and I think he's got some good help on the line today, which is bad for me, but that's okay. Tanya, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing great. All right, Tanya, you and I have to answer three of the five questions correct. And uh, if we do, we will uh, take the advantage. Otherwise, the advantage tilts meatballs away. And, uh, yeah, every answer counts. So uh, I'm going to need your help today. So. <laughs> All right, let's do that. Not, right. not that I'm rooting against you, Tanya, but, you know, I have my own... <laughs> have my own selfish reasons. All right, question number one. This is in the realm of geography. Which South American country is home to the Atacama Desert? Is it Chile, Peru, or Argentina? Uh, I'm going to say Peru. Atacama Desert? Atacama Desert. Mm -hmm. if, if my understanding is correct and I've watched enough History Channel documentaries, yeah. it is the driest place on Earth. Oh, um... Is Peru, is Peru on the board uh, on the border of the sea, or is that Chile? I think that's Chile. Then I'm gonna say Chile because th my reasoning is I went to the museum in downtown Kalamazoo okay. and I watched on the um, the observatory a documentary about how there is tons of. Uh, these giant micros, uh, not microscopes, uh, telescopes, telescopes, okay. and that's how they view it because it is the driest place on the Earth. So there's less uh, interference when oh, it comes to looking at the stars. Okay. So I'm actually going to go with Chile. Tanya, are you okay with that? Yes, I am very okay with that, especially with the long description. You can't <laughs> say no to that. 
I mean, I've had long descriptions too and been completely wrong. But no, you got yeah, yeah, it's right. chilly. That's yeah, chilly. Nice. Yeah, uh, Chile has you know one of the most amazing electric storms you see coming in off the ocean. It hits yeah. the Andes and then whoop, nothing. There's a giant desert there in Chile. Yep. All right, spinning the wheel. You got one down. A good start. We're going to go with history on this one, okay? Cool. All right. Which ancient civilization invented the seismograph? And that's the uh, the thing that measures like earthquakes, ground movement. Gotcha. Okay. Is it the ancient Chinese, the ancient Arab uh, populations, or ancient Japan? Ooh. Hmm. One would think Japan. Mm-hmm. That is the first the uh, first thing I thought was Japan. Seismograph. It's pretty rocky over there. Yeah, the seismograph. Mm-hmm. You know what? My gut, even though I want to say Japan, my gut is leading me towards another answer. And again, I may be wrong here. <laughs> but I'm, I love it when you overthink. <laughs> yeah. No, it's right. well, it's not necessarily an overthink situation. It's more of like. I'm trying to break it down. I don't know. Japan. Uh-huh. Well, think about who has who has a lot of earthquakes, you know, where where I'm not listening to you. Anymore. <laughs> I'm not listening to you. Because I can't trust you right I, now. What? After we're done with this, I trust you again, but I don't trust you. <laughs> I'm gonna you know what, Tanya, you may be right. I thought it was Japan, but I'm gonna say the Arab. I mean, I think I'm gonna go with the Arab. All right, you're right on the first one. We'll go with yours again. Let's do that. So Mark says Arab. Tanya, you said Japan. Actually, both wrong. It was China. Ah, man. Ancient Chinese uh, developed it in 132 AD. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Apparently, oh boy. a lot of earthquakes back then in China. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you, you gave me the point. No, 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 no. You, you got it wrong. I hit the wrong one. Yes. I'm just punching buttons because they're fun. All right. Question number three. This is literature. What was Dr. Frankenstein's first name? Was it Francis, Victor, or Werner? It was Victor, for sure. Victor. Victor von Frankenstein is correct. Frodrick Frankenstein. 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 Oh, I love it. All right, we're going to spin the wheel again. I figured that was a softball for you. Yeah, well, I've seen Young Frankenstein. Right, right. A lot. All right, question number four. This one is potentially for the point for the day. This is history again. Okay. There are 195 countries in the world. How many of them have never been invaded or occupied by Britain? Oh, God. Is it 85, 57, or 22? I think I'm going to go on the low end of that one because that's like England's favorite thing to do. (laughs) Right. (laughs) To invade and occupy other places. Yeah, heavily. They get bored a lot, so yeah. Yeah, I I think we're going to go with the low end on that. If you're feeling good about it, Tanya, I say we go for the big one. Yeah. Going for 22. Yeah, I agree with that. Acacia Avenue, let's do it. Out of 195 countries in the entire world, Britain has not occupied or invaded 22 Woo! countries. Nice. Wow. That means they've invaded or occupied 173 <laughs> countries in the world. 
That's well, okay. I guess when you're good at something. <laughs> good Lord. God save the queen. Oh, not anymore. Right. All right, spin the wheel. <laughs> Last question, and this might be my favorite one of the day. This is general knowledge. Is this the one you were talking about yesterday? Yes. Okay, I'm ready for it. What is the original name for Vaseline? Is it a, is it a goop goop? B helping hand or C wonder jelly? Wonder jelly. <laughs> wow, that's beautiful. Uh, listen, I want it to be goop goop. I really want it to be goop goop because if it is and I'm wrong, it's okay. Because I'm just yeah, I may have that would be okay. Just call it goop goop. I don't know, Tanya. You thinking Wonder Jelly like me? Yeah, I'm on the same wavelength. I wanted to be goop goop, but <laughs> listen, uh, Wonder Jelly is is amazing, and it's a great number two to goop goop. Wonder Jelly is actually correct. Oh my god! Nice. Did you make up goop goop? <laughs> I did make up goop goop. I'm, I, it's goop goop from now on. I'm never calling Vaseline anything other than goop goop again. Vaseline, the goop goop kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Completely changes Stone Temple Pilots forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. Awesome, Tanya. Will you help me give four out of five today? That is huge. <laughs> and you nice. a dozen eggs, and we got a $20 gift certificate to Rocket Comics for you. Nice. Thanks, guys. I appreciate the laughs this morning. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR Rocker Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Freikhaus, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at the grand opening of their Westage location, January 20th. So, big changes announced this week for Comerica Park. I'm interested in this, man. Mm -hmm. This could this has pretty big implications yes. for um, the season. So, Tigers have been in the stadium since 2000 when yep. they opened it. And for 22 years, Tigers and opposing teams have been complaining about the outfield. Yeah. For those unaware. I mean, it gets deep yeah. in center field, right center field. Uh, it's actually dead center that's the longest. Yeah. Uh, at 420. They, um, hey. They're they're moving the, the walls in yeah. at uh, Comerica Park, which is, it's like you said, it's a beast of a major league park. Yeah, exactly. So from home plate to dead center right now is 420 feet. That is the second longest in the league behind Coors Field in Denver for the Rockies at 424 feet. But here's the thing. In Denver, in the Rockies, the air is much thinner. Yeah. And the ball flies a lot further, a lot easier. Um, conditions not so great, you know, next to a river in a humid cli uh, climate <laughs> like it is in <laughs> Detroit, Michigan. So yeah. 420 is a long way in a ballpark like that. Um, I wrote this up. It's on the, the Rocker app if you want to check it out. Um, I referenced another article that one of the beat writers for the Tigers um, was talking about. Okay. The number of, like, bombs that in 68 other parks would have gone out. Out of all 70 in, in Major League Baseball, mm -hmm. that ball would have been out of the park. But it ended up being, you know, a double or an out or something like that. Yeah. At Comerica. Um, and then I saw somebody comment on, I think it was that article, saying that Detroit just couldn't get any more big hitters. 
So they just started plugging in cheat codes to up the score. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Um, but it, it, it's it's not just Detroit. Players all over the league hate this park. Yeah. Um, you know, Miggy's got 507 homers, I think, by the end of this last season. And I haven't checked this for sure, but I would guess the majority of those are road games in other parks. That's possible. Yeah, I got to see his at-home batting average to, yeah. to get the final numbers. I think uh, career is like 307, 305, something huh. like that. Um, I mean, you know, those big swingers, they strike out a lot, too. Right. Um, but, I mean, true. Mickey's Mickey's one of the best, you know. Um, so here's what they're planning on doing. They're going to bring in center field at Comerica from 420, which is kind of a sad thing because, like, <laughs> I just realized this morning, especially when you laughed, you know, 420 is probably the best fitting distance for Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're going to bring it into 412 feet. So that's eight feet gone. Uh, in the That's outfield, um, they're lowering the right and left field fences by a foot and a half. I think they're eight and a half feet now, and they're dropping them to seven feet. Um, so that's going to leave a little more room there. And then they're also lowering the out of town scoreboard, which, if I remember right, is in right field. Is that? Yes, I believe the, the regular scoreboards in left field. The the one on the field basically is in right field, right? Yeah, or I believe you're correct. Okay. Um. Here's the thing. They're, they're, they're lowering that, that scoreboard from 13 to 7. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a lot shorter. But here's the thing. It's only 8 feet gone from center field. Like, is that really is 8 feet really going to make that much of a difference? Yeah, true. Because even at 412 feet, it's still the second longest park in the league. Um, and most of the other ones, like the longest spot is like usually center right. Yeah. Or, or right center, I guess. Um, and I think that's where the 424 is in uh, in Denver. I'll have to take a look because I'm, I'm. You probably noticed I'm typing it. I, yeah, I'm yeah. looking for Miguel Cabrera's home runs. I found a website, the Baseball Almanac, that uh-huh. lists every single home run he's ever hit. Okay, where it was hit, and but just the picture. I'm Detroit's not, seeing, not on the list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just not seeing if it was a home or away game. That's the right. issue I'm running into. Okay, I got gotcha. you. So. I don't know. But yeah, it's, I, you know, I, is eight feet really going to make that big a difference? That's it, the question. It could. Oh, eight feet. I mean, there are, there are, t- even that game we went to last year, uh-huh. there were some, if that, if it was eight feet, that was a bomb. Yeah, that's true. So that's that, true. That was a knock. They did say there's an element of Comerica that's fun because you see a lot more doubles and triples in that park than you do true. others. And doubles and triples get exciting because then you start seeing the ball move around. And, yeah. And, you know, there's some excitement on the field as opposed to just, you know, real quick. Woo, we hit it out. Okay, next. Yeah. You know, there's some build to that, I guess. I don't know. Um, hmm. But, yeah, I, I'm not sure when these changes are going to be made. All all the sources I was looking at didn't really give a concrete date. So I would imagine it seems too quick to happen for this upcoming season. Yeah. Because that's a lot of work. They're going to replace the walls and the foundation and stuff too and make it's, it better for the players. It says it's going to be ready by August, I thought. Really? Yeah. I, I think okay. I saw that it's going to be Well, that be would ready. mean they're doing it during the season. Yeah. I don't know. I got to take a look at this. Maybe they start in August and they're not planning on making the playoffs. I don't know. But I don't know. I it's Ouch. My guess would be they start on this after this next season. But 2023 is supposed to be Miguel Cabrera's last season, right? 
This is rumored to be his last season. So yeah. how messed up is that? That like their one big bomb hitter that can hit it out of the park, he leaves, and then they bring the outfield in. Mickey's got to be looking at this going, oh, come on, guys. <laughs> Let me pad my stats one more year. Get up. I can't wait. Get on with it. Hell yeah. Let's go. The Rocker Morning Show with Meatball and Mark is on Kalamazoo's Rock Station. 1077 RKR. Get Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR. Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frank House sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at the grand opening of the West Coast location on January 20th. I think I'm going to put on a little freeway jam while we talk about this. Nice. This is, uh, we're talking about some pretty stuff here. Meatball, you remember I was telling you about the the bear farm yesterday? Remember? Oh, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Man, man. You, you petrified me thinking you were going to bring ah. a bear into the studio. No, no, no. I won't do that to you. Why did you just wink at me? <laughs> don't, don't do that. I can't trust you when you wink. Uh, we were talking about some of the sites up there and just how I can't believe I missed that place uh -huh. when I was staying in Iron River. Yeah. One of the places I haven't gotten to yet is Tequamanan Falls. Now, this guy on, on one of the Upper Peninsula pages I belong to, uh -huh. he got some amazing pictures you guys have to check out on the 107.7 RKR app. Okay. You've never been to this site before. Now, you've probably been to Tequamanan Falls. If, you've, if you're listening, you've been there. It's amazing. But there is a few shots that are on this article that you've probably never seen before and never been to exactly. So you've seen what the falls look like. Mm -hmm. But this guy took the risk to get behind the falls and take some pictures. Eey. And this is really freaking cool, man. Like, this takes a lot of guts. And I'm looking at his photos here on the Rocker app, and I'm seeing that there's a tiny, tiny path. It's maybe oh, yeah. a, a half foot wide, and it's on a slope, so it's not... Mountain goats will be afraid of this path. Yeah, it's, it's not easy to access by any means, and it's actually encouraged that you not do it That's, because it you can get hurt obviously that, yeah that was my next question is like is it okay to go there it's not illegal by any <laughs> means it's not illegal to do it they just That's how I've accomplished so many things in life it's not right. technically illegal allegedly oh. uh, it's uh, allegedly not illegal but yeah it's it's kind of dangerous cuz obviously it's you know wet. there's a bunch of wet and a bunch of rocks the fall isn't the falls itself from where you're at the vantage point uh -huh. maybe like four and a half feet five feet or something but still kind of dangerous so they he said i don't suggest you try it but if you can make it it's absolutely worth it because these photos are just gorgeous yeah they're cool um, like you can see like the observation where he's at you can see in some of them he's shooting from like where you would first kind of walk down on this little path yeah across the waterfall and you can see like the observation deck i yep. guess is what that is up along the top there like you can see other people there. Yeah, that's really cool, man. So you and guys I'm sure they're all, these... they're all just taking photos of him. <laughs> like, what is that guy falls. doing? I'm gonna get this on video if this guy slips, falls, and dies. But yeah, you guys got to see these photos. They're really cool on the Rocker app. Again, it's just these shots from behind the waterfalls. It's like it's a sight that you never really see before. Right. You see the same pictures of Tequamanan Falls over and over and over again, but you never see it from behind the falls. So he, okay, I just read the, the quotes there. And maybe you said it. I was I was looking at the photos. They didn't, like, 
they didn't drive to the observation area and then hike down there. They actually were in a pontoon yeah. and came up the river and then landed the boat and then walked up there. So it's not, one, the, the little path under the waterfall, and I use little lightly there, it's tiny. That little path is hard to get to anyway, but like to get to the hard to get to path is hard to get to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was cool. it was a risky call, but I'll tell you what, the picture's totally worth it. Check it out on the 107.7 RKR app. And uh, much appreciation to Dave Stewart, who took these photos, allowed me to use them. Really cool. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR, Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frank House, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at the grand opening of their Westridge location, January 20th. All right. So, yeah. fun week coming up for Kalamazoo, starting yeah, on Friday. Um, Kalamazoo Craft Beverage Week, which I was not here in time for last year because uh, I got here in April. This is anyone celebrating dry January, their worst nightmare. Yeah, in true. Kalamazoo. Uh, basically, this features every craft brewery, distillery, winery in town that makes uh, special, you know, Beverages <laughs> for Kalamazoo. Also, you can go to a lot of the a lot of the bars and restaurants and stuff that serve a lot of these local uh, uh, drinks and stuff are going to be having specials and events and stuff like this. Sounds like it's going to be a blast, dude. Yeah, I'm stoked for it, man. I've never really celebrated before. You were telling me there's a place that's got like beer and wing specials, and I'm like, yep. You know, um, chicken is on our diet. <laughs> Um, and, and we can start incorporating new things during, into our diet too. Gotta you know, know what's gonna work, right? You know, you know, we, it's 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 all in the name of science and health. That's exactly. Um, but there's a ton of events that are happening. A lot of bars around town are doing uh, pairings. I know one place is doing like bacon and beer pairings. Oh, that's which I dangerous. I guess it's like, <laughs> is it the same bacon and how it tastes with different beers, or do they actually have different bacon's? Like, yeah. Ooh, that sounds great. Uh, one place is there's there's one place that's doing they're calling it date night, and it's it's beer pairing with uh, cheesecake. I oh, I don't I'm a single dude. I don't have a date. I will still go to that because beer and cheesecake, man. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but there's a there's a bunch of breweries and stuff, and you can read about this on the Rocker app, and you can see the list of all the breweries and distilleries and distilleries and wineries that are taking part in this as well. There's a lot of them in town, man. Some of them that I haven't been to yet. Yeah. Um, the, the, what is it? Texas Corners uh, Distillery down there. It's in like an old schoolhouse, I think. Okay, yeah. Um, it's really, It looks really cool. There's actually a brand new uh, brewery opening. Oh, that's wild. This weekend. Saturday. So this would be day two. Um, I think it's called, pronounced apoptosis. Apoptosis? Apoptosis? Apoptosis. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, I'll have to ask the guys when I go in there on Saturday, when I go get a drink from them, they're opening a new location on Southwestage. And when I say new location, it's their first location. That's cool. These are two dudes that have just been brewing beer together, like homebrew, for 10 years. And now they're like, well, we want to share it with people. Right, no doubt. That's a smart move. So this is really cool. So another brewery being added to the arsenal. And you have to imagine, like, I'm always a little skeptical when new breweries open. Uh, where I'm at because like it always feels like you know maybe they rushed it or something like that and there's some of the beers are okay some of them are, are, are just fine yeah you know whatever I think these guys have, have 
got the right idea. It seems like they kind of did the slow approach. They made sure the beer was right before they really put it together. Yeah. Um, and the, it seems to be like a personal touch because one of the beers is called the Golgi Apparatus New England style IPA. Huh. It's named after uh, a song by the band Fish. That's funny. Um, and, and if you kind of want to get the vibe of that too, uh, that's also up on the Rocker app. So you can go check that out. They have a bunch of stuff that sounds really good. The the Spiral Nebula Milk Stout. That oh man, stouts are my go to now, man. <laughs> um, but they uh, they're also doing they they do some custom seltzers too, I guess. So that's the first place I know that does custom seltzers. I know some different places that are doing ciders, hmm. um, but seltzers is really cool. Lemon seltzer and a pineapple seltzer that they haven't named yet. So maybe we can convince them. You know, that'd be sweet. I mean, think they do a meatball seltzer? That w- that might not sell so well. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but they do have some local tie-ins too. Like they're, uh, they have a Foxy Cream Ale that's made with Cory Lake Orchards, uh, Concord grapes from uh, Cory Lake Orchards down there at Three Rivers. Nice. So new brewery opening on Saturday, week-long celebration of all the distilleries. Because I still haven't been to Green Door. I haven't oh, been there to yeah. get their stuff. And they, they won a bunch of awards with their, I, th- I think it's like an amaretto, but they call it their Amora, I think is the name of that drink. I think, I think Ben Wallace is a co-owner now of that. Is he? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Maybe Ben Wallace will be there this week. That'd be cool. Um, tons of great stuff going on this week. Now, here's the thing. Obviously, when you're celebrating drinks, you're celebrating alcohol, pace yourself. Don't be stupid about it, you know? This is... This is celebrating the the act and will of crafting these things that take a lot of time and effort. Yeah. You know, it's an art form. It's not Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be walking into one of these breweries. Don't go walking into Bells and give me like Give me six two-hearted doubles. Yeah, don't take it down like a <laughs> don't take it down like a Paps where you know we got to get it down before we can taste it. But take your time, man. You got a whole week to go to a lot of these places. Try a few drinks. Try some of the specials. Go to a few of the events. Make sure you got a driver, an Uber, or Lyft or something because you know we want you to stick around uh, and and keep listening to us. You know after the fact, and we definitely don't want you doing that from jail. Yeah, they sure. don't let you listen to the rocker in the joint. They don't? Allegedly. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to make a call. Maybe they do. Yeah, let's make a call about that. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR. Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse, sponsored by Lake Effect. Visit us at the grand opening of their Westinage location January 20th. I want you to listen to this sound right here. Okay. It's a very important sound for those of you listening right now. It's my spine tingly. When you hear that bell... And that chord all throughout the day today, you're going to want to pay very close attention to what Mark and I are telling you and what Uncle Joe Benson tells you after, I think, 8 o'clock is when he does his, right? Correct. The Maximum Metallica M72 Experience. Tell you what, if you have not yet downloaded the 107.7 RKR app to be in on this, you're going to want to because you and a friend could fly to Los Angeles with two tickets in your hand to see both Metallica shows at SoFi Stadium happening August 25th and the 27th. So imagine that a few short weeks after Ribfest, you and a friend aren't done rocking out yet. You're going to fly out to L.A. to see these shows. That's and awesome. on top of that, we're going to put you up in an L.A. hotel for four nights. And you're going to get 500 bucks to spend while you're there. That's awesome. 
These shows I, are going to be crazy. Yeah. Like back-to-back shows, both with different set lists and different openers. This, the thing is, too, is like, uh, and I, I think I've said this a couple of times, too, is like if I go to a Metallica concert, Sad But True, Master of Puppets, Inner Sandman, like those three songs, you know, are the ones that I'm just like, yes, I'm at a Metallica show. You're not guaranteed to hear those in one night. You right. need to hit both of those shows, which is very important, which is why we're sending you out to L.A. to get both shows. Imagine if they do like one night where it's like all their big hits, yeah. like all their most well-known, and then they do another night where it's just deep cuts <laughs> that people love. It's just, uh, what was the, the collaboration album they did that was just a dumpster fire? Oh, God. Um, Lou... Uh, Ah, I'm drawing a total blank. It's anyway, been a long morning. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> uh, after 10 a.m., 2 p.m., 5 p.m., and 8 p.m., we're going to give you code words to enter on the 107.7 RKR app. So make sure to get that app right now. You're going to be in the running for the Maximum Metallica M72 experience, courtesy of Black & Recordings on 107.7 RKR. We've got well, a little less than about 20 minutes away, yep. and it's all powered by Ace Hardware, Plainwell, and Duajak. It was Lou Reed. They did the the Lulu album. I was worried you were going to say Lou Vega. (laughs) Mambo number five. Yeah. The Metallica Mambo number five album. (laughs) I would listen to the hell out of that. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR Rock Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frykow, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at the grand opening of their West Nidge location on January 20th. No, we, uh, we were just talking about... Metallica number five, the 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 Lou Bega combination Metallica song that I really want to hear now. Oh gosh! What did you say? You were like one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, everybody step up because you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God! I want this to happen now. I know there's some very talented people out there, much more yes. talented than we are. Make that happen, please, dear God, make that happen. Metallica Lou Bega, if you're listening, that's a collaboration we all want.